do. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Raiders football is less than two hours away here on AM830, KLAA, Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimmel's Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimmel's, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Hi, Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota. Whether you shop online at southbaytoyota.com or in person, we'll make it easy for you to save time and money. South Bay Toyota is located just off the 405 freeway at Western Avenue where Torrance and Gardena meet. South Bay Toyota. Fans, world-class racing is underway at Spectacular Santa Anita, so come join the fun as we move into the new year. First post time Saturday, Sunday, and Monday is at 12 noon, with admission gates opening at 10 a.m. Ring in the new year with us on Monday, and you can enjoy great racing along with $1 beers and sodas, as well as $2 hot dogs. Horse players, check out our new wagering menu that includes the traditional pick six with a $1 minimum. If no one selects six winners, there is a carryover to the next racing day. Additionally, our popular all-turf pick three is back with a $3 minimum showcasing the final three turf races each day. And check out our new $1 minimum trifectas and rolling pick threes with bigger payouts the order of the day. Bring the kids. Our infield winter family fun zone is back this weekend. And don't forget to join the party on Fridays with free parking and admission, along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. First post time is at 12 noon. Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, Halualoha Garden and Kitchen or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoa Garden and Kitchen. Hey everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena and greater LA area for more than three decades. Call now at 626-448-6455. Mention Thoroughbred LA Radio and save 10% off your total invoice. Western Rooter, the best in the West. 
dear racing fans. Your friends at Los Alamitos Racecourse thank you, the wonderful Thoroughbred LA listeners, for your continued support and wish you the happiest of holiday seasons. We can't wait to ring in the new year with the best of quarter horse racing. Los Alamitos' opening weekend is here with great racing action every Saturday and Sunday night. Plus, our popular $10,000 Pick 6 promo returns this winter. We'll add 10000 to the Pick 6 pool on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. And our first grade one stakes race of the year is just around the corner. The Charger Bar Handicap on Sunday, January 7th. The top mares in the nation will be in action, led by First Shining Star as she looks to defend her Charger Bar crown. Plus multiple stakes winners Sir Lady Moon and Patty Saint and many other top mares. And as always, enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos. For Vessels Club reservations, call 714-820-2681. Ring in the new year with great racing always at Los Alamitos. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Johnson 
and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. By the La Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia, just across the street from the Great Race Place. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani Mabri, and a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Boy, that'll be the last time I'm going to be saying that for a while. Today is Leilani's swan song here at AM 830, and we've had a great run here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Hey, everybody, welcome aboard. Hope you're having a great uh, a great run with the holidays. We're off to, a, I think, all things considered, a very, very good start uh, at Santa Anita through three racing days. We've had some terrific performances. We've had very safe racing on both turf and dirt. Uh, we do have problems. One of them is a situation that I'm hoping can get resolved and resolved quickly, uh, that we can somehow streamline this process as to when we're going to be able to run or not run. Going into yesterday, a great deal of uncertainty uh, as to whether or not we're going to be able to run on the turf. And then the bigger question, if not turf, are we going to cancel? And it went, went till about 8.30 or so yesterday morning. It's a buzzkill. Let's just face it. Uh, you, you just can't operate like this with all this uncertainty going into what should be a big day. Uh, that said, it turned out being a, a solid day. Uh, total handle, 9.6 million. We, have to, we had 5,200 on track. And uh, we had an upset winner of our grade three, Robert J. Frankel. That was Angel, not a Chico. Uh, handled by a red-hot Antonio Fresu. We're going to have his agent, Tom Canoos, joining us. Fresu has four stakes wins through the first three days. And uh, before the horse came back to unsettle, I, I said to trainer Patty Gallagher, Arcadia PD's on their way. He goes, that doesn't surprise me uh, because Fresu got away with a heist at 18-1. to 1. Uh, He was allowed to carve out pedestrian fractions. Now, the track, the, the turf course had been softened by rain. It was listed as good. But here's the splits uh, 25 and 3, a half and 51, three quarters in 115 and 2. And uh, uh, Angel Nadashiko uh, came home uh, the mile and one eighth in 150 and three fifths seconds and paid $39.80 to win in a short field. Let's go back to opening day. Uh, really a heck of a day. It was the best uh, Tuesday opener we've had. We've had 17 of them. Tuesday, traditionally a slow day for an opener at Santa Anita because a lot of people are back to work. And then, let's face it, we did have... We had short fields, and that's something we're going to just have to be dealing with from now into the uh, what we can see as the, the expected future. A lot of factors, but we handled $18.3 million. Again, that was an all-time best for a Tuesday opener. Uh, anybody who was there on opening day, you know how crowded it was. On-track crowd, 37143 and they wagered $2.5 million of that 18.3 total. Antonio Fresu got things started with really the best turf horse in Southern California right now, a French bred by the name of Easter, conditioned by Phil D'Amato. Odds on paid $3.40, and Fresu uh, came back in just an ultra-game performance by Watsonville to prevail by a nose at a mile on turf in the Mathis Mile. I thought a real grade one performance from Speedboat Beach in the seven furlong Malibu. Uh, that guy Bob Baffert now tied with Richard Mandela with six lifetime wins 
in the Malibu. Flavion Pratt aboard. He tripled on opening day. And uh, in the La Brea, it was all Calbred. They ran 1-2. Daddy's Ruby by a nose uh, over Big Pond. Juan Hernandez up for that one. And again, trained by Pete Miller. As an aside, uh, Millie Ball is going to be unable to join us today because her husband, Tim Yachtin's father, apparently very ill in Germany. They're away. Millie hoping to be back tomorrow. But uh, Millie came up to me and told me this is that that's the toughest interview I've ever done because uh, she was reporting for our simulcast network. They just got beat a desperate nose by Daddy's Ruby with uh, with Big Pond, the, the daughter of Mr. Big, and she's got to put her game face on and interview the winning trainer, Peter Miller. Anyway, that's the game, a game of ups and downs, and we had a lot of ups through three days. Hoping for more today. Let's get back to Saratoga Springs and say hello to Jonathan Hardoon of the Rags and Sheets. Hey, John, good morning. How's it going? Good, Mike. How are you? Good. Happy New Year, my friend. Uh, we've got clear skies out here, good conditions. I mentioned, though, all the uncertainty, and I know you had a lot of customers calling, asking. I had people texting. I can't say anything. There's nothing. I, 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 I'm along with everybody else and kind of in mushroom status. But here's the deal. Uh, if you want to blame Santa Anita, okay, but spread it around. And, again, this process, in my opinion, it needs to be, and I hope it is, streamlined soon. Here it is. In, in order to, to run uh, on a racetrack that had been floated or sealed the day before, you need unanimous consent. And this is per the CHRB's inclement weather policy. Unanimous consent from four groups. They include the track superintendent, track management, the Jockeys Guild, and the stewards slash CHRB. And, John, I just want to put this in lay terms. You don't win championships by committee. Bill Belichick didn't win six Super Bowls as the head coach there in New England by committee. you got to lead. And the same thing goes a guy, Tommy Lasorda. He, he wins two World Series championships here in 81 and 88, uh, not by asking everybody what they think, no. By years of experience, knowing what he's looking at, following your gut. You're not always going to be right, but you have to be able to lead. I, I, I just got to say that, John. Someone has to take control here, Mike. You know, uh, Bob, I tweeted out something that was very interesting, that this morning they only allowed joggers on the track. However, if the track was good enough to run on yesterday, why weren't they good enough to work on this morning? And he made a great point. And you make a great point, too. You're never going to get a unanimous decision in this day and age on anything. You can't even get a unanimous decision that the sun is out now. It's crazy. It makes no sense. Yeah. They, they, they're overdoing it. It's overkill. You're being too cautious. It's not good. It's not good for the game. Listen, yesterday, everybody was on pins and needles waiting to see if they ran. They finally came out that they're running. We knew the first race was going to come off the hillside because if you yeah. sit on the track, they, they take it off the hillside, which is another story for another day. But, listen, finally they got it in. They had a good day of racing, and um, that's all you could do. But it's a bad situation, Mike. Every time it rains, you, you have to sit no. on the hands. John, we have winter race dates. Winter race dates. This has got to be streamlined because the uncertainty is a buzzkill. Dan Sanchez from the South Point is going to be joining us in a few minutes uh, right after Tom Canoose, who represents Antonio Frisou. Dan told me off air that that it really had a negative impact uh, on the walk-up business. All the uncertainty. People want to know where they stand. 
Uh, this came out yesterday from the racing office, and, and th- this our hands are tied right now. It says, a reminder, training tomorrow, meaning today, limited to joggers only. And you go, what? We had great yeah. racing on the main track yesterday. You know, so th- th- this has got to be addressed. I'm confident. Well, one other positive with the, the Hernandez being moved yesterday to the turf chute. You know, last winter and spring we had issues with drainage over there in the turf chute. That's been addressed. It drained beautifully. And guess what, John? Uh, we had a 12-horse field, and a really good horse won it on the front end. Uh, a winner of the grade one, San Felipe, is a three-year-old Forbidden Kingdom. Uh, he hadn't won in quite some time, and I know Richard Mandela greatly relieved to see him really striding out late with Flavion Pratt. According to John White, our morning line maker, uh, Forbidden Kingdom got a 96 buyer. So, in adversity, I do see positives, and I think reasonable minds can huddle and decide, hey, listen, track management has to have the last say. They have to. That's the only way we're going to get this done. I agree, Mike. It's their their property. They should have the right to run or not run. And, uh, you know, again, too many people involved, like you said. It's it's bad. It's just a bad bad combination, and nothing good could come out of it. Well, let's talk about cash and some bets uh, as we get ready to move into the new year. And, guys, if you can get Tom Canoes for me, we'll go to him right away. Uh, What's going on at Aqueduct? Nine races back there today set set the scene. It's actually a nice day, Mike. It's mild. It's in the 40s. No rain in sight. Uh, yesterday, the track played even. The interesting thing going on, Linda Rice has 164 wins. She's tied for the all-time record in one year uh, of winners at Aqueduct, at Naira, I should say. And uh, today, she tries to break the record. She has eight horses entered in five different races. Interesting, interesting. And by the way, uh, speaking of Linda Rice, busy, I I wanted to mention we're going to have Ronnie Anderson, super agent, joining us uh, in hour two. And I'm hoping Ronnie, into the year, he's got some dirt in his shoes. He's been doing what he does uh, better than most everybody in the universe for more than 50 years now. We're going to get his thoughts on the state of the game, but he's got a couple. He's got a jock by the name of Joel Rosario that is at Oakland today. He rides six, all of them, for Steve Asmussen, and Flavion Pratt is at Oakland today as well. So I wanted to get that out there. But, John, we need a winner from the Big A if you can come up with one. All right. So let's look at the seventh race today, Mike. It's a mile on the main track, full field of 11, and I like the number seven horse in here. Capra. Capra's a five-year-old gelding was claimed out of his last race by trainer Ray Handel, who does exceptionally well off the claim. Rider switch today to Dylan Davis. This horse was hung out five wide last time out when the inside was gold in the place to be. He's listed at 10 to 1 on the morning line. I like number seven, Kafara, to win today's seventh race. And post time for that, 312 Eastern. As we move into the new year, tell us what's on the menu at J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Well, we have four tracks up today, Mike. We have Aqueduct, Gulfstream, Oakland, and, of course, San Luis And, of course, we will be open tomorrow uh, uh, on New Year's Day. we got all these bowl games. going to be a lot of fun. John, can't wait to get you back uh, back toward the end of the show and get your thoughts on today's nine race card at Santa Anita. Thank you so much, John. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. All right, let, let's get up to Santa Anita right now. As noted, uh, my next guest represents uh, currently the hottest jockey in our t- in Arcadia, Antonio Fresu. Four stakes wins through three racing days, and he sits atop the standings with five overall, along with Umberto Rispoli. Tom Canoost, good morning, happy New Year to you, Tom. 
Hi, Mike. How you doing? Good. I, I, I know what you're doing with this, Jock, is the result of a lot of hard work for the entire year. I think you've got everybody's attention. Well, it's not very hard to do with a writer like Antonio. He's just a really good writer, studies the game, very astute, very professional, and very talented. So it makes my job easy. Yeah, no doubt about it. I, I will share this with you. You know, on Friday, Lafitte Pinkai, the one and only Lafitte Pinkai Jr., turned 77 years old, and we had a birthday cake for him in the winner's circle uh, prior to the third race. And, uh, you know, he, he was down there on opening day uh, presenting for the Malibu. And, uh, you know, we were talking about jocks, and he says, uh, this guy, Fresu, he says, man, he's really impressive. And I think that's a pretty big compliment, Tom. Uh, I think his work, yeah. his work is pretty much speaking for itself. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, Lafitte, one of the best, greatest writers ever uh, wrote, and actually, next week sometime, I'm going to take Antonio over to Lafitte's house nice. and introduce him and let them talk for like, you know, an hour. And um, I think it would be very beneficial to Antonio to talk to Lafitte for a little bit. I, I totally agree with you. Uh, your, your jock is busy. Our, our time is short today. Um, you know, we, we, we can't talk about all of them. And claiming races are tough. But... Uh, Talk, talk about uh, Fast Gazelle for Neil Drysdale. Been away since June 10th at Ellis Park. First time in Southern California. This is a starter allowance at six furlongs on turf. Uh, do, do you know much about this, Philly? Not really. Um, Neil had called me and asked me about a few races, and I have to be gone in some of them. But this race, it was open. And, um, you know, I mean, anytime Neil sends a horse over, you know they're going to have a shot. So. It was an easy decision when he asked me about it. I just went ahead and, you know, said okay. So, Well, 6-1 to one on the line. Go all the way back to the first race, and it's tough to talk about claiming races, but I thought this horse was so impressive last time out and was claimed for 25 by Peter and double jumps today. A sharp win on the dirt. You're trying the grass at, at a flat mile. What can you tell us about Gio Venazzo in race one from the rail? Well, he's ridden that horse a lot, so he's won on the horse, you know. Um, I think it's probably a little tougher spot than he's been, you know, running it before. But um, he's consistent, and um, Doug O'Neill did a great job with him, and I'm sure, you know, that um, Peter Ertin will do a good job. And he went on the dirt, and that fire's mm-hmm. probably more turf. So I, I think he'll be very tough in there. Interesting. The lady at Shamrock today, uh, now, this is three-year-old fillies at a flat mile in the grass. we got the rail set at 10. Tom, the turf yesterday listed as good. What do you think? Do you, do you think it might be firm today? I would think so, yeah. I think just having this whole day of, you know, the sun and stuff, I'm yeah. sure it'll be firm. Okay, you guys ride clickish uh, for Phil D'Amato. Uh, Ramon Vasquez had been riding. He shifted his tack now to Oakland Park. Uh, uh, really a filly on the improve, but on dirt. Tries turf for the first time today for Phil. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Phil just called me and asked me if we were open in the Lady Sandbox, and we were. So I really don't know too much about this filling. Um, but if she likes the turf and can move forward on the turf, um, then I think she could be tough. You know, you got that ruby nail to, to outrun, and she'll be double tough in there. And Edwin's riding really well right now, so be tough to beat. Yeah. Hey, Tom, uh, thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. And uh, I think uh, hopefully your old uh, – 
football coach at PCC, Harvey Hyde's listening. I don't know if he's on right after us or, or not today. Uh, oh, there's Leilani. We got Raiders, so uh, Harvey will be next week. Anyway, Tom, thanks for your time and uh, continued success w- with a hot jock, Antonio Fresu. All right, thanks a lot, okay? You bet. Uh, let's get up to South Point uh, in Las Vegas now and get into the race book up there. Say hello to the aforementioned Dan Sanchez. Final day of the regular season in the National Football League and a whole lot on the line, and we've got bowl games, of course, galore. Dan, good morning. Welcome back from vacation. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, Mike, and to all your listeners as well. Great to be back. As a guy who's in touch with the pulse of the race fan, they're in Vegas, and it's still a very popular game up there. You were telling me off air that this uncertainty coming into a card like yesterday, it ain't good. Oh, it was terrible. Um, what happened, at least on my end, was that I was notified there was a 9 o'clock meeting at Santa Anita to determine whether or not they were going to run. And then the screen popped up. We have you know, the TVs, and the track was listed as good and good. And I, we just didn't get that. Uh, there was a turf victory that was just Santa Anita. Um, that was up in the air. People didn't know. There are other you know, uh, multi-layer races. And everything was just mm-hmm. in a jumble, and nobody knew who was going to run and who wasn't. And there scratches. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It was a mess. And it's a buzzkill. I mean, people they want to plot a strategy, plot a strategy for the day. You, you you can't know exactly where you stand because sometimes the elements come into play during the course of the race day. But going in uh, yesterday, that, that's just not the way we want to roll. And I keep saying this uh, this morning. Hopefully, we can get this process streamlined, Dan. Yeah, because everybody was very excited for this meet, and they still are. They're coming yeah. in. Um, but, yeah, yesterday really put the brakes. I'm, I, I didn't see as many people show up early today um, as I've seen this weekend. I expect tomorrow to be a much bigger day. But, uh, yeah, it was it definitely, you're right, buzzkill is the right word for that. Now, on kind of a down, down note, Dan, before you went to uh, your vacation, you lamented the fact that uh, Florida State was not put into the top four and the decision by the committee apparently great, greatly influenced by the injury to their their frontline quarterback. They were totally depleted yesterday. My condolences. I mean, uh, Georgia put it to them. Yeah, but again, that's not the Georgia uh, Florida State team Correct. would have seen had that been in the pick, in the four. So, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not judging Florida State on that at all. I know. Um, I just think uh, Monday afternoon, which, by the way, I think is I know it's all because of the Rose Bowl, but I still think it's disrespectful to have the number one team play the first game. But anyway, we're going to find out about Alabama on Monday, I think. Uh, Michigan's laying a a point and a half. Uh, All right, you you went ahead and touched on Who do you like in the Rose Bowl? Oh, I think Michigan is going to teach Alabama a lesson in manners. I really think this is going (laughs) to be very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, You want to hold your little tablets? Oh, you want to start little controversies? Watch this. Interesting. And, uh, you know, of course, Harbaugh's been under fire, uh, quote-unquote, stealing st- signs, and sure. I-, I don't know. Uh, all right, what about the Sugar Bowl? Uh, Texas and uh, the Huskies. Uh, I'm looking at Texas minus four and a half. I really, Washington is the team I don't want Michigan to play. Um, mm-hmm. I like Washington in that pickup, in that uh, matchup. I okay. really do. I think they, they can get it done. All right, let's let's get back to today. Obviously, the Rams, you know, they, they, they need to get things done here. Uh, they're, they're a six-point favorite uh, at the Giants. 
and uh, your thoughts there. I just thought, my, my thought is Sean McVay has done a job for the ages with this team all year. Yeah. Um, actually, you, you zeroed right in on the pick of the day. I'm going to take the Rams minus six and a half. The Giants at home anywhere doesn't matter. The Giants are not going to be able to put up a fight in this Rams team. They have come on strong, and yeah. they are still fighting for position. Um, I really think this could be a, a, a one-sided affair. I really do. So right now, that game six and a half, huh? Mm-hmm. It did move. Uh, now, now, what about this big AFC showdown, Baltimore, you know, the Ravens uh, and the Dolphins in Baltimore? So this is a case where I think Baltimore obviously has to be careful of the letdown. But since they're playing Tyreek Hill... Um, maybe there won't be any letdown. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for the Ravens to win this game. Um, do you want to take the three points? I don't. I I don't think this is going to be a three point game. I think this is a case of where the Dolphins run up against a, a team they you know they can't beat, like they've done several times. Uh, Tyreek Hill though um, has a shot at 2,000 yards, so keep track of that. If he gets 2,000 yards, his name might be in the MVP race uh, as a front runner because that doesn't get done very often. Folks, uh, if you've never done New Year's Eve in Las Vegas, uh, give it a shot, and you better call quick and see if there's any rooms left at the South Point. That toll-free number to call, 866-780-7223. You'll get Steve Johnson in the race book, and tell him uh, you'd like to get up there and uh, experience what all you guys have to offer at the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa. And I know you're going to be getting busy rolling into tomorrow, Dan. Oh, yeah, it's going to be, you know, the new year is always uh, a big day in racing. It's just a fun day, as New Year's Day is. New Year's is my favorite day of the year. It really is. It's my time. It's just everything, you know, fresh, new, new beginnings, and uh, it's just a good time. Everybody had a good time. Uh, We'll have a good time tonight, and it'll be a big, big day tomorrow. Hopefully good time straight ahead. Happy New Year to you and everybody up there, Dan. You as well, Michael. Appreciate it. Uh, We're going to take quick time out, step aside, come back strong with John Lindo, and then Orlando Gutierrez is going to be joining us. They've got a huge race at Los Alamitos a week from tonight. That and much, much more, including Super Agent Ron Anderson, top of the next hour. Don't go away. AM 830. Here at David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange, we are here to help. We're open for sales and service, and with hundreds of vehicles to choose from, we are ready to assist you. And remember, you can get into that brand new Ford that you've always wanted without leaving the comfort of your home. Visit us at VillaFord.com to buy or lease your next car with great upfront pricing and a 100% online experience. Great financing and big retail enhancements on Ford Fusion and all popular Ford SUVs are available now. Check our website for tremendous pricing and financing on all Ford products, including America's best-selling vehicle, the F-150 pickup truck. David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Call or click today at 714-509-5615 or visit us at Villa Ford of Orange. 
from Golden Gate to San Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated, luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Hello, I'm Alan Mosna, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle Kimo's Kona coffee. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did.
Welcome back. Hour one, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Let's get down to Carlsbad right now. Welcome aboard, John Lindo. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning, Michael. How you doing? Good, good. Before we get into our, our sales pitch on a number of fronts, quick uh, correction. I said, I don't know why today was the last day of the regular season in NFL. There's another week to go. The Rams got to win out today and then next week against the 49ers to make the playoffs. Uh, and also, I want to welcome aboard our good friend Leilani Mabree, John. I know you spoke with her yesterday. Leilani, I just want to say, wow, what a pleasure it's been working with you. I just can't even believe coming on air this morning saying thank you, Leilani Mabree, and this is our last day. What We've been doing this, what, 11 years, something like that? Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been here 11 years. I think I've been on your show for, for 10 Nine, ten years. Uh, whatever. And you, know. you were with uh, Roger, Roger Stein before that, right? Sure was, yes. And, and, and that John. Was, I mean, if you could get navigate Roger and everything, I mean, this is all a cakewalk uh, thereafter, right? <laughs> uh, you know, Lord rest his soul. Right, but John? Yeah. It's <laughs> a piece of cake. It's a piece of cake. And, and Leilani, along with that, just, just about everybody you've dealt with on a regular basis, uh, regular contributors to bull shows. You've had a lot of fun, maybe with one or two exceptions, right? Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. I tried to bait her there, John, but she wouldn't take it. <laughs> I, I bet the over. Oh, okay. <laughs> See what I did there? I yeah. learned a lot from you guys. And Leilani, <laughs> you're walking out of AM830 because you're hoping to be referee in D1 uh, college basketball women's, right? That is my goal, yes. Yeah, and you got a hell of a shot. Oh, most definitely. Most yeah. definitely. How long have you been refereeing? Wow. Uh, 11 years. Amazing. And you were in Glendora yesterday. I was. Did the championship girls game at Glendora High School. And who, who won that one? Not Glendora. <laughs> Fair, Fairmont Prep, okay. actually. Hey, Leilani, we love you, man. Uh, Jake Rich right alongside. What a great re- re- replacement. But walking in here, John, I can tell you, now you and Bob do the show remote, remote these days, but walking in here every Sunday morning, a lot of times I'll walk in, man, she's tired, and then we get it going, we get it together, and uh, it, it's been a great run. Really, Leilani, I, I mean it sincerely. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. I appreciate you every day, Mike, and it's been a blessing to meet you and have, have worked on your show. Like I told the guys yesterday, this connection, this friendship, it's going to carry on. I'm not going to be a stranger, so thank you yeah. so much, and, Mike. And as you discussed with John and Bob yesterday, we're going to see it, Santa Anita Del Mar now. You're going to have a little more free time. And you got a couple of calendars so you can keep track of when the big days are. We're going to see you up there at Santa Anita real soon. Most definitely. I appreciate it. Hey, John, let's let's get to it. Uh, there is a very important deadline for those with California bread. Uh, if they want to get their, their fulls registered cow bread, and the deadline is today. Right. It's end of the day today. If you have a full of 2022 that's a cow bread, you got to register them today. It's 125 bucks if you're a CTBA member. 250 if you are not a CTBA member, but get them eligible for all the Calbed programs. You see those bonuses, the maiden special weight bonus, the you know the Golden State Series, everything else becomes yeah. available if you register as a Calbred. Exactly, and uh, along with that, uh, some good stories. Steve Anderson, I thought, had a had a terrific story in Daily Racing form in their their uh, their insert. The breeding section, the stallion section, not near as big as it used to be. As you know, John, you used to sell the ads, but uh, that was in the opening day daily racing forum, and he quoted a lot of stakeholders, and that's what I like. 
you know, the people who actually have a lot of skin in the game. And Dan Ross, a terrific reporter with TDN Thurber Daily News. Uh, go to TDN.com. Story filed on Friday, December 29th. Headline, what does next year hold for California racing? And, I, I mean, he talks to a number of people. And I can tell you, you know, we've got challenges, to put it mildly. Well, that's the thing. Uh, you know, you talk about uh, important people like the Williamses and Mr. and Mrs. Larry D. Williams up north. Uh, and, and a lot of guys that have been doing this for decades in California, yep. they're the ones that create the inventory that we use to race on a, on a daily basis. And, you know, Calverts are such a significant part of the day-to-day business of running races in Southern California. As they cut back a little bit on the number of mares bred in a couple of years, that's going to affect us. And uh, it's important that, that we find a way to create the demand for the horses that they want to spend the money on mm-hmm. to breed. And, and that's, that's and one of the things that CTBA is doing, you know, despite the contraction in the persons up north, the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, they're keeping the bonus program the same. You still get a $10,000 check Super as important. a bonus. Yeah, yeah if, if you win a maiden special weight, you get the bonuses. If you win an allowance race or a starter allowance up there. So all those bonuses are still in play. They have not been cut, despite the, the purse cuts that are going on up there right now. Yeah, and and back to Dan Ross's story. One of the guys he talked to is Blaine Wright, very candid, along with Tim McKenna. I mean, these guys have been raised in racing in the Pacific Northwest, up north. Tim has raced some down here as well as Blaine Wright. But uh, I mean, if you want to get if you want to get the pulse of what's going on, where some of the stakeholders are at with these big changes coming, uh, we've got challenges to put it mildly. Absolutely, yeah. Like I said, the, the whole key is we've got to find a way to create the demand for those horses that they want to breed. Yeah. It's expensive to put that money in. Yeah, it is. And one of the ways to create the demand is somehow try and get another source of revenue for purses. But when you have the Indian gaming lobby as strong as it is, nationwide and big time here in California, it's tough assignment. It really, really is, John. Yeah, it, it is. And, you know, they tried to do it with the uh, the sports wagering last year, but those bills were voted down. Big. It was almost a landslide on the other side. Yep. So that didn't work. But So I don't know where the next source of revenue is going to come from, but I'm all ears if anybody has ideas. Exactly. Now, uh, one other thing, and we talked about it uh, a few minutes back, one thing that I think we certainly can control, uh, and that is our approach to race days when we have weather and so on and so forth, the situation this morning, for instance, at Santa Anita, where we're not able to train, and we ran and ran well yesterday on the main track. These are the kind of things need to be streamlined, addressed, and it's going to be a big help. Well, absolutely. This is not a Santa Anita problem. This is a, a rule from the California Horse yes. Racing Board. We raced yesterday. That track was in great shape. The racing was good. The racing was safe. And 12 hours later, without any rain in between, now the horsemen this morning cannot, they can only jog horses, they can't work them. Uh, you know, it's hard to keep going forward if you have all yeah. the stops and starts. Wow. And so, you, 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 you know, we need to think logically. There needs to be somebody, you know, I, I prefer a horseman or, or trackman that knows the situation of, of the track condition. And when they say it's good to go, we should be good to go. It's hard to do it with a committee by the time you get all the input. And like uh, Dan said yesterday, this morning from the South Point, when you're in flux and you don't know if you're going to go, I was getting texts yesterday. I'm thinking about driving out to Santa Anita. Should I go? I said, well, I don't have an answer for you yet. Yeah. So those things make it tough. 
and again, hey, I'm all in favor of, of uh, consulting. I, I want to get people's opinions, and I don't want yes people. I want them to tell me what they think. And then whoever the top dog is, to me, it's got to be track management. You make the decision, and we're either a go or we're not. But that decision's got to be made uh, in a timely fashion. I'll put it that way. Yeah, well, especially for the noon post time. You know, yesterday we were looking at, uh, with the early post times because of the winter time. Uh, you know, you've got to give the LASIK shots for the horses that are running four hours before they run. So there was, you know, time constraints to get this stuff done, and you don't want to medicate the horses unless you, you absolutely have to. Yep. And uh, all those things, everything ties together. So that's why a decision has to be made as early as possible and, and as informed as possible, and, and let's get on with it. Either we go or we don't go, but, you know, we can't sit in limbo. John, let's get to it. Who, who do you like for radio today? I'm going to go down to the ninth and final at Santa Anita, Mike. In the ninth race today, number seven, Stagger Lee has had two sprint preps. He's looked like a router to me in both starts. Stretches out today. you got Kazushi Kimura picking up the call. He rode the turf really well here last winter. He's looking for his first win coming back down from Woodbine. Seven to two on the program, number seven, Stagger Lee, race nine, Santa Anita. Okay, really enjoyed the show yesterday with you and Bob Ike, and uh, keep it going next Saturday, 9 to 10, here on AM830. All right, we'll talk to you next year. Okay, you got it, John. Happy New Year to you and your family. Uh, right now, let's get down Catella, and we'll say hello to Orlando Gutierrez from Los Alamitos Racecourse. Orlando, good uh, good morning and Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, Mike. Great to talk to you again. You guys came off the bench, uh, 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 you know, on, on Friday night, and uh, you got a big, big race ahead. Uh, next weekend, but let's talk about tonight. Nine races, you get underway at 5 o'clock, and uh, you're putting $10,000 into that traditional $2 pick six pool. Yeah, the pick six promo is back, Mike, and like you mentioned, a pretty early start for us, 5 p.m. We have nine races tonight, so we'll be done by 8.16 p.m., so uh, pretty early for uh, folks to still enjoy uh, their their New Year's Eve festivities. Yeah. So get out there to Los Alamitos. Uh, we'll have nine races on top. Our pick six stars in race number four post time for that is 6.14 p.m. Some uh, outstanding racing, as always, here on Los Alamitos. We'll close out the car with some very competitive quarter horse races. And as always, we'll have races at 1,000 yards, four and a half furlongs to kick off the program. And, Orlando, you had a Philly beat the boys in your feature last night. We did. Asher uh, came back and uh, ran a really, really game race. Uh, she actually had a shoe repair in the paddock. So I had a little bit of a delay as she got her shoe repaired. Went in and uh, kind of went out as the gate opened. But, man, what a finish and beating the boys. Uh, and the real interesting part is uh, Mr. Mark Youngers, who trains this this runner. I knew this was the first time he's ever won a stakes race. I wasn't sure if he was the first time he had ever won a Los Alamitos. And he told me the last time I was in the winner's circle, I was a groom for Denim and Diamonds in oh. 1982, Mike. R.D. Uh, Hubbard. years later. Joan Dale. 40 years. <laughs> amazing. A really amazing story. That I is. His name. He's trained some stakes winners uh, in New Mexico and uh, Texas. But, man, 40 years later, he is back in the winner's circle. They're pointing this Philly to the Los Alamitos Oaks, a grade one race, so... Uh, Best of luck to them. She was very impressive. Hey, Orlando, our time is short. Next week you got the Grade 1 Charger Bar. But first, if you can address this quickly, I know Los Alamitos, Doc Allred, uh, Mr. Lebow, they're hoping to get some legislation passed that will enable the cheaper thoroughbreds to run at distances, say at a mile, but beyond the, the, the restrictive four-and-a-half furlongs at night. And that would help to lure some horses down here from Golden Gate Fields which is going to be closing down, in, you know, in mid-June. 
Yeah, Mike, I, I read the story as well from Mr. Uh, Daniel Ross. Uh, you know, the, Los Alamitos has always been there for uh, the racing industry. We, Dr. Albert will always do the best he can do, as much as he can do, to help the racing industry in California. That's what he's all about. He loves, loves racing. And if he can, uh, he will definitely help as much as he can. I saw a story on, on the ability of maybe running races longer than four and a half furlongs, yeah. over $5,000 claimers. Uh, so, uh, you know, from one point, it would definitely be uh, be something that would help Los Al as well. But again, uh, it's going to come down to uh, to some decisions, some legislation. And uh, and if Dr. Ulrich can help, uh, I'm sure he, he will. Okay. And the, the, the Grade 1 Charger Bar next week, I know you're looking forward to that. I am, Mike. 32 horses, 32 mares nominated to the Charger Bar. That's an amazing number uh, trying to go into this $100,000 race. We have uh, an undercard race as well. Uh, so that's going to overfill as well. So 10 outstanding mares in the Charger Bar, another 10 in the Dashing Lee. And what a feel in the Charger Bar. The defending winner, famous Shining Star, is uh, leading the way. Uh, the great one winner, Patty Singh, is back at Los Alamitos. She was purchased by Dunn Ranch. So uh, we're looking forward to seeing her campaign at Los Al. Uh, and Sir Lady Moon, who won four stakes races here at Los Al, also part of the field. It's all part of the, uh, the commitment to mare racing that Los Alamitos has put over the last few years, we've raced some purses and some mare races as well. Uh, so we're looking forward to seeing this trend continue of uh, a lot of mares coming from out of town, a lot of uh, big fields in these mare stakes races. And Orlando, real quick, if you can, a best bet tonight on the nine race card at Los Alamitos. I'm going to go to race number six. It's a 1,000-yard race in the number two horse. Don't test your luck. Two to one in the morning line. Sergio Morfin is the trainer with Diego Herrera up. I know they won the last race. On Saturday's program at Santa Anita, Mike, and uh, he also won, Sergio Morphine won a race at nighttime as well. Uh, he was our overall leading trainer during the past season. Uh, he wins a lot of races with every breed that we have here at Los Al. I think Sergio Morphine is going to have a super, super year once again. I'm going to go with it too. Don't test your luck. Looking to improve second out here at 1,000 yards. Post time 7.02 uh, for race six. Thanks so much, Orlando. Happy New Year. Thank you so much, Mike. Step aside real quick. Good news. Millie Ball's back. So we're going to duck her in in front of Toby Terrell. Whole lot of show left, including Super Agent Ronnie Anderson. Top of the next hour. Don't go away. I don't trust any of you people. Silver and Black play here on AMA 30 KLAA. Hello, I'm Alan Mosnett, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. 
For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Dear racing fans, your friends at Los Alamitos Racecourse thank you, the wonderful Thoroughbred LA listeners, for your continued support and wish you the happiest of holiday seasons. We can't wait to ring in the new year with the best of quarter horse racing. Los Alamitos' opening weekend is here with great racing action every Saturday and Sunday night. Plus, our popular $10,000 Pick 6 promo returns this winter. We'll add 10000 to the Pick 6 pool on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. And our first grade one stakes race of the year is just around the corner. The Charger Bar Handicap on Sunday, January 7th. The top mares in the nation will be in action, led by first shining star as she looks to defend her Charger Bar crown, plus multiple stakes winners Sir Lady Moon and Patty Saint, and many other top mares. And as always, enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos. For Vessels Club reservations, call 714-820-2681. Ring in the new year with great racing always at Los Alamitos. Hi, this is Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota, and if you're looking for an easy, hassle-free way to buy a car, South Bay Toyota is the place for you. Simply pick the vehicle of your choice, receive your price up front, and you're driving home. It's that easy at South Bay Toyota, located at the 405 Freeway and Western Avenue. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a steak grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's 
Nemo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the Bit. And welcome back. Hour one, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Happy New Year, everybody. I want to welcome aboard Millie Ball. She's back unexpectedly. So, hey, Millie, great to have you with us and uh, wishing you and Tim all the best into the, new, into the new year. Thank you so much. Yeah, let's get some racing luck. We've had too many seconds at the end of this year, some real heartbreakers. So. I mentioned you, you had the toughest interview of your life on opening day. You came up to me, <laughs> and I felt so bad for you. I've kind of been in your position before uh, when interviewing people when I've actually had a horse in a race, and you lose a tough one. Uh, but, boy, it doesn't get much tougher than it did in the La Brea on opening day when uh, Tim sent out Big Pond uh, with Flavion Pratt and looked like she was going to get it done, but Daddy's Ruby kept grinding. I and know. two cowbreds, you got beat a stinking nose. Then you got to <laughs> put your game face on and do an interview. Exactly, yeah. And and be happy for the other connections, which I was. No, yeah. it, was a, it was a really good horse race, and we were just unlucky with the bob. Yeah. Look, Tim's got one in today, uh, blessed touch. Yeah. Comes comes in fresh. You get a new jock today. Uh, going seven eights. What do you make uh, of her chances? You know, I I would really love to see her involved early. She seems to be one of those fillies that she just you know if you get a geared up early, then she'll run for you. Um, and I like the fact that she's you know back at the seven furlong distance. Uh, ideally, I probably would have liked uh, a little bit shorter for her, but she's training. Super, and um, I think this was, you know, a good spot for her. She was entered previously in the La Brea, and uh, right. uh, she's now in here, you know, against uh, a softer spot. So um, she should run her race, absolutely. Been away now since May 12th. I mentioned a new rider, but really not, because Hector Berrios rode her to a, a solid third at 10-1, to 1, two mm -hmm. starts back in the grade three uh, Santa Isabel going long. Your best bet today, Millie? My best bet today would be, and I hate to give out an 8-5 to five because there's no value there, but Ghosts of Midnight, um, I do think that the fact this five-year-old is drawn outside, stretching out for the very first time. Um, I actually spoke with Mark Glatvon uh, about 20 minutes ago, and uh, they said that you know he's a push-button type of horse, which makes me encourage that he can get the mile for the first time. Um, and uh, he's just a really big horse. He doesn't handle the turns well. That's something that Bresu has mentioned to me. Um, but when he straightens up, uh, he mm -hmm. really does, you know, kick for home. So I think just with the pace being a little bit softer for him earlier, I think yep. he's going to be well positioned and, and in good firing range. Eighth race, number five, Ghost of Midnight. Thank you, Millie Ball. Happy New Year. You're very welcome. I'll see you out there. I'll be at the gate today. You'll bet. We'll close out 2023 with Mr. Toby Terrell. We've got an hour left, but uh, Toby, great to have you on one final time this year from Winner's Card. The best five bucks you're going to spend going to the races, or you can get it online at casetherace.com. Who do you like today, Toby? All right, Mike. Uh, dittos to everybody out there for the big new year coming up. And uh, race number five, we have a good, solid race here. The eight-horse Inner Beauty has really been on her toes uh, at Santa Anita here in the morning, and um, hopefully she'll be on her toes today when it counts. Great to have Tiago back. Uh, he rides for Jeff Mullins. 
Uh, that's number eight, Inner Beauty, four to one on John White's morning line in race five today. Toby, all the best to you and yours. By the way, I heard from your uncle the other day, Rick Bedecker. Let me know that the OC Tavern is going to be reopening Friday, January 5th. So that's good news for everybody. Happy New Year, Toby Terrell. Thank you, Mike. Same to everybody out there. You bet, folks. Stay with us. Ronnie Anderson, top agent for Frankie DeTore, Johnny Velasquez, Joel Rosario, joins us top of the next hour, followed by Kurt Hoover from FanDuel. Proceeding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Raiders football is less than one hour away here on AMA 30, KLAA, Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos. You'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Hey, everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family-owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena, and greater L.A. area for more than three decades. Call now at 626-444. 8-6455. Mention Thoroughbred LA Radio and save 10% off your total invoice. Western Rooter, the best in the West. Fans, world-class racing is underway at spectacular Santa Anita, so come join the fun as we move into the new year. First post time Saturday, Sunday, and Monday is at 12 noon, with admission gates opening at 10 a.m. Ring in the new year with us on Monday, and you can enjoy great racing along with $1 beers and sodas, as well as $2 hot dog. Horse players, check out our new wagering menu that includes the traditional pick six with a $1 minimum. If no one selects six winners, there is a carryover to the next racing day. Additionally, our popular all-turf pick three is back with a $3 minimum showcasing the final three turf races each day. And check out our new $1 minimum trifectas and rolling pick threes with bigger payouts the order of the day. Bring the kids. Our infield winter family fun zone is back this weekend. And don't forget to join the party on Fridays with free parking and admission along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. First post time is at 12 noon. Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. 
nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, halualohagardenandkitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Dear racing fans, your friends at Los Alamitos Racecourse thank you, the wonderful Thoroughbred LA listeners, for your continued support and wish you the happiest of holiday seasons. We can't wait to ring in the new year with the best of quarter horse racing. Los Alamitos' opening weekend is here with great racing action every Saturday and Sunday night. Plus, our popular $10,000 Pick 6 promo returns this winter. We'll add 10000 to the Pick 6 pool on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. And our first grade one stakes race of the year is just around the corner. The Charger Bar Handicap on Sunday, January 7th. The top mares in the nation will be in action, led by First Shining Star as she looks to defend her Charger Bar crown. Plus multiple stakes winners, Sir Lady Moon and Patty Saint, and many other top mares. And as always, enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos. For Vessels Club reservations, call 714-820-2681. Ring in the new year with great racing always at Los Alamitos. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California-bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races, too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. There they go. O'Hara lost the rider. Native Diver is going to the front. Gamely and Rising Market nose and nose. And Gamely is the winner by a nose right. Victory has the weight advantage. Farm away has the class. Which one's going to win it? Farm away 
It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles, hosted by Mike Wilmot. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by World Class Racing at Spectacular Santa Anita, just east of Pasadena in Arcadia. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. By Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, taken from Top Jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By the luxurious Halu Aloha Garden and Kitchen, overlooking the majestic Kona Coast on the island of Hawaii. Visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and make your reservations now for the event of a lifetime. By the Rags and Sheets. Get past the obvious and get the information you need to win. Get the Rags and Sheets. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own and breed in California. By Legacy Ranch, where stands California's big three, Clubhouse Ride, Mr. Big, and Straight Fire. By Bruce Finkelstein's, betonbruce.com. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call my buddy, Steve Johnson, and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. By the La Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia just across the street from the great race place and by Western Rooter, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani Mabri, and a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us, Hour 2 Thoroughbred LA. A quick reminder, we do run tomorrow, folks, and it's dollar day. So you're admitted for a dollar, and then we've got $3 beers, uh, actually dollar beers at selected locations uh, throughout the facility. Should be a lot of fun. Nine race card, good weather in store. A good nine race card today, and we're late getting to a very busy guy this morning. Uh, His name is Ron Anderson, and uh, currently he represents three guys by the name of Frankie DeTore, Joel Rosario, and Johnny Velasquez. He's won I don't know how many Eclipse Awards uh, with guys like Garrett Gomez, Jerry Bailey, Gary Stevens, and so much more. He's been in the game as an agent for uh, right about 51 years now as we turn the odometer to tomorrow. Ron, good morning. Happy New Year to you, and great to have you with us. Happy New Year, Michael, and everyone else. I appreciate that, Ron. Uh, I'm hoping maybe you'll take the gloves off this morning. Uh, a lot to talk about. As you know, we got issues. But before we do that, uh, tell us what's up with uh, with Joel Rosario. I see he is on six today at Oaklawn Park, all of them for Steve Asmussen. We ended up going to Saudi Arabia for a... A grade one, uh, we won the battle and lost the war. We got days out of the race. He won the race, and down the backside in international racing, you have to stay straight for 100, I think it's 110 or 120 meters. And he came out of his lane. I thought he was carried out of his lane by the inside horse. But when you're in a foreign country, you're a foreigner. And um, they gave him four days, of which that backed up into Friday, and he rides uh, in Oakland today and tomorrow, and then he'll be in to California on Tuesday and ready to get started up uh, in uh, at Santa Anita. Interesting. You got Frankie on five today. I want to talk about a couple of them, but 
But first of all, as an agent, and Johnny Velasquez, based, uh, he, he's based in Florida right now, correct? Yes. Okay. Johnny was thinking to come to California, but it, he has a, a situation with his father-in-law, Leo O'Brien, that mm-hmm. at this point they were more comfortable being in Florida, so that's part of the but he'll be on a plane to come out a, a, a couple times, I'm sure. So he will be present at some point. And John, one thing, or pardon me, Ronnie, one thing I know you're not too comfortable about yourself is, is the lack of inventory. And you're a guy in a position to move some guys off horses, get your jocks where you want them. Uh, right now it's it's Frankie DeTore here at Santa Anita. But, Ronnie, uh, I, I don't have to tell you, but, Man, we're light in terms of horses available to run. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, there's problems everywhere, Mike. Uh, it just seems to be a little a little worse on the West Coast here. Um, uh, you know, they're struggling with weather situations and, and, and all, and I, I don't know. I'm hoping for the best here. And as you know, Ronnie, we miss Tech Sutton. Uh, they chartered horses for for so many years. They had uh, they had their own airplane. Uh, that lease ran out. Now we're dependent upon FedEx, and they got jammed up with the holiday uh, situation, and so they weren't able to fly any horses. That certainly impacted us here the first couple of days of the meet. Absolutely, there were. I would say it impacted at least uh, a dozen horses for the stakes uh, for sure. The first few days couldn't couldn't get here. Which uh, yeah. you know, FedEx is our only option at this point. With Christmas uh, uh, stuff, it, it didn't work. Ronnie, uh, if you would address Princess Bettina, uh, she's fresh. She likes the Santa Anita turf. Frankie put her on the lead back in mid March, and uh, took the, the 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 China Doll at a mile on grass. Really impressive win. I know you're excited to have her back for Pete Erden. Yeah, yeah, she's trained well, from what I understand. Um, Frankie hasn't sat on her, but it just looks like if you beat the favorite in there of Dix, you're going to win, and I would think she's the logical one if anybody beats her. She's definitely the one, would be the one, and, you know, you're going to get paid because I think Dix is going to be way over bet. Um, so I think she's she's quite interesting today. Ronnie, uh, let's go ahead and kind of get to some of the issues at hand. And to me, you're a guy, you're well-established, you're not a loose horse, a guy who just says things to be saying them. You came up to me the other day on the apron and you said, uh, when is somebody basically in a position of influence going to begin advocating for our game? And I said, oh, you must have been listening to my show. I I want to share with you this. And it's from a story uh, posted by Dan Ross, does an outstanding job at uh, Thoroughbred Daily News, TDN.com. He's talking about the uh, reemergence of this proposed uh, ordinance up uh, with the Berkeley City Council. And, of course, Golden Gate Fields is now technically considered within uh, the Berkeley City limits. This thing rose, uh, kind of came out of the ether last summer. And if if enacted... This would shut racing down uh, up there at Golden Gate Fields, and I've been saying this for months now. It's an ordinance that our enemies fully intend to go ahead and 
put on a bus and cart right down here to Southern California and see if they can get it to fly here with, say, maybe the L.A. County Board of Supervisors, go to San Diego or a racetrack near you, maybe around the country. Uh, From Dan Ross's story at TDN.com, this proposed ordinance, which makes the claim that confining a horse to its stall for the majority of the day is akin to animal abuse, would make it illegal to keep a horse stabled for more than 10 hours a day and requires every horse access to a minimum of one-half acre of pasture turnout. Now, Ronnie, this is absurd on its face. Uh, see, I'm of a mind, I don't want to educate my enemies. I want to kick their ass. I want to beat them, Okay. That when you're in a foxhole, you're not worried about educating people. You need to defeat them to keep feeding your family. The purpose of this ordinance, this is me talking here, uh, and it's pushed by these extreme animal, animal rights folks, is to put thousands of people statewide, the vast majority of whom happen to be Hispanic, out of work potentially on the street. It blatantly ignores thousands of years of horsemanship. Uh, You know, horses the world over are housed in stalls. Uh, It's their comfort zone. It keeps them safe, be it from injury, predation, or or just simply the elements. You know, and I got to ask this, Ron, and it's rhetorical. You don't have to answer it. But what is the genesis of this absurdity, this absurd proposed ordinance? Who's really behind this? Ronnie, the the floor is yours. I mean, I I have to agree with you. Why isn't why aren't people in high positions advocating for our business? My God, I, I, none of this makes any sense to me. I don't understand um, how they could come with some crazy, crazy, archaic idea. Or I, I just nothing makes any sense. Uh, I don't know, but like you said, we need to start fighting back. Or um, I, I don't know what happens. It's it just we're getting to a very sad point in in our in our lives and in our business. So well, I mean, it's New Year's Eve. I, I don't Eve. have any answers, Ronnie. It's New Year's Eve. We're we're getting to a point where this thing is accelerating, and and that is, you know, the the, the dark clouds not really on the horizon above our heads. But uh, you came up to me the other morning. I just, I, I mean, you asked me, I'm asking you, can you figure out why we're not having people advocate for us and fight back in a vociferous manner? Not at all. I don't know why management, I don't know why, you know, somebody doesn't have some sort of a, a, a task force that, that presents uh, um, some sort of, uh, you know, way forward to get to get away from all this. It, it just doesn't even make sense. I, I I I have a lot of questions and I don't have I don't have all the answers. I just don't know, Mike. It's, it's very sad. But but you see it for what it is, yeah. and it, the 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 lack. I'll I'll put it this way: the lack of leadership is glaring, Ronnie. Am I right in saying that? Yes, I would say. We all need right. To get proactive here and move forward and. Uh, and try and combat a lot of this. Uh, yeah. Like I said, One thing that we can do, I, I think that is with well within our grasp, is streamlining the process as to whether or not we're going to run or train after inclement weather. I, I think, I think reasonable folks, uh, you know, CHRB, uh, TOC, Jock Skilled Management. I think we can get our heads together and try and streamline that process, Ronnie. Well, the, 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 the new poly track or synthetic track gonna help. is going to alleviate a lot of that because you can go out there 
if it's snowing and, and train. So uh, I think that's going to be a new era of, of, of training in, in Southern California where guys can get to the track when they need to to go over the poly. It should have been in a long time ago, I believe. I think every racetrack should have a poly. I, I tell people all the time, for me, Zenyatta was a product of the poly track because as big as she was and everything, there's probably a good chance she might not have got to the races. But that poly track right out her back door there at Hollywood Park, John trained her on on that, and mm-hmm. look, look what she did. So it's, it's something that's a long time been needed, and I guess it's going to open here fairly soon, and that should be a, another uh, positive for Santa Anita to, to go forward. And that's on track for mid-March, and you're right, Ronnie, the, the, this business about training and the angst over it, that's kind of, that's going to be pretty much a moot point when we get that online with the synthetic tapita. Uh, and, and they're right on schedule, very much, and that's coming at a big price, you know, $10 million roughly investment so we're looking forward to that. In your opinion, Ronnie, you'd like to see maybe a transition to racing on synthetic as well? No, I'm not going to go there. I think at mm-hmm. some point, though, because of the numbers and the figures, there's a good chance that's going to happen. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say that I, that that's what I would like to have have them. But in the meantime, um, just to be able to train over it for a lot of horses and be able to train. Like this morning, the track wasn't open. If they could have got out, horses need to be trained. They're, they're athletes. They need to go to the racetrack. This will alleviate these days when they, when they shut the main track. Everybody will be able to go out and train on the, on the poly. Hey, Ron, uh, you mentioned that Joel Rosario has, has been recently to Saudi Arabia. Uh, we understand defunded, multiple grade one winner for Bob Baffert has been sold to Saudi Arabian interests, and you know they're going to be pointing for that $20 million race over there. Do you have the call for that uh, for that race yet, Ron? No, I do not. Johnny might <laughs> end up on the horses with the cigar mile that, that he won on of Dallas Stewart's, but as far as that horse, I just read about that uh, last night. Um, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not going to try and get on that horse, but as of right now, I, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> well, you kind of sound like some of these press secretaries when they say, first I heard of it was in, in your newspaper. You're on the inside, Ronnie. Uh, talk about Frankie DeTore. I know one of his objectives is to try and come up with a big three-year-old to stay here uh, and, and run, uh, try and try and run in the Kentucky Derby. Are you making any progress on that front? Well, we're just getting to the three-year-old races, Mike, and 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 everything will line out here uh, within the next three, four, five, six weeks. And he will. I'm not going to make a, a a bold statement about he'll be on a favorite, but he will be on something in the Kentucky Derby, unless I'm badly mistaken. Yeah, um, there'll be twenty in the gate, and hopefully, we're on a live one for. For the race, so well, I tell you I what, fully anticipate that. any jockeys colony that Frankie Dettori is is a part of, he's a huge, huge plus, and so glad that he's back with us full time uh, this winter. And Joel's going to be back full time uh, real soon as well, huh? Next week, starting next week. Ronnie Anderson, thank you so so much for your time. Thanks, Appreciate Michael. it. Thanks, Michael. Take care. All Thank right. You. Happy New Year. Ron Anderson with us. And uh, now we're going to say hello to Kurt Hoover uh, from FanDuel. Great to have him covering uh, opening week here at the Great Race Place. He's in Arcadia as we speak, I believe. Hey, Kurt, good morning. 
Good morning, Mike. How are you doing today? Doing well. Did you go out to the track? No, I'm down in the wild to San Clemente, Mike. I'm going to oh. make the drive up after I get done talking to you and uh, head up north for a good part of racing. I, 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 I headed south after races yesterday. Not literally, just figuratively. I'll tell you this. The, the 57 <laughs> coming this way to Angel Stadium was deserted this morning. So, yeah, I'm hoping for the same kind of trip up today, Mike. <laughs> hoping for more of the same, yeah. Uh, yeah. Kurt, just your general impressions through three days of racing. You've been through a lot of these, as have I. I like the vibe. I, I like the on-track enthusiasm. That opening day crowd, people were just, they were elated to, to have big-time racing back at Santa Anita, and we had some terrific performances. I thought the, exactly the same thing, Mike, and not to be a cheerleader, but I was off for the last part of the card yesterday. I stayed for the race, and I went downstairs, went to the paddock, went through the area. A lot of people in a good vibe. You're right, Mike. Uh, a lot of times you get that dead feeling where it's just kind of quiet. There's nothing going on. Much different feel. And I know the holidays have something to do with that, but also good quality racing. Mm-hmm. The weather cleared up nicely yesterday and some good on-track performance, Mike. So, yeah, I, I think, you know, you've been through a lot of these, as we both have. I think all in all, a pretty good start to, to the meet, and I think a real positive feeling coming in. A, a pretty good start for Antonio Fresu. We had his agent, Tom Canuston, in the last hour. I mentioned Easter, a French bread for Phil D'Amato. So impressive in the first stake of the day on opening day, the grade two San Gabriel. How good is this horse, Kurt? Yeah, I thought very impressive, Mike, because he beat a really good horse, too, back. He beat Hong Kong Harry, who's a very talented turf In the Sea Biscuit, yeah, Delmar. Right. I mean, he he didn't beat the strongest field opening day, but he did what he had to do. He's got that nice turf kick. And really, Mike, as we've seen in the last couple of years in Southern California, that turf division rolled a horse is not real strong. I mean, it's a little thin. So you get a horse like that, keep him to form like the motto has done, and you're going to have a good winter because he did win nicely. And then, Kurt, uh, just a quick recap, opening day, I thought Hijazi was sitting in, in perfect position, turning for home, just uh, you know, outside of his, uh, his stablemate Speedboat Beach. But when they straightened up, I mean, Flavion Pratt, was, he was able to get a length right now. Yeah, it was a good race, Mike. I thought both horses ran winning races. They're very talented horses. Uh, I think both can run further, and it just it was a good horse race. Uh, both horses ran really, really well. I thought, you know, one of several real good races on opening day where we had photo finishes and close finishes. So, uh, hope, hopefully, the weather cooperates. Mike, I know it rained a little last night, but it's clearing up now, and so we're looking forward to another another good uh, good day of racing today. And, and Kurt, you know, yesterday Angel Natashiko, I, I mentioned earlier. Uh, she just kind of stole things. When you're 18 to one, they, they have a tendency to overlook you. Got away with really slow fractions on the front end, but I mean, 20, 25 and 351 flat, three quarters and 15 and two. But the turf was listed as good. How big a factor do you think the soft turf was? Yeah, it's tough to say, Mike, because the turf was slow, but that that race looked paceless. It, it looked like yeah. there was nobody who wanted the lead. And as you noted, they left her alone in the front end. Fraysu backed things up, and she just kicked clear. You know, I, I said to you when I came upstairs, I said, boy, that was a home run, because I always look at that end of things with Phillies and Mares down the road. She's now a grade three winner with a nice pedigree by yeah. Carpe Demon of an arch mare. She's worth six figures right now, and maybe more if she can do a little bit more. But uh, as you and I know, Mike, those wins are so huge. That's why these graded stakes, you know, people say that's only grade three. It's gigantic for Phillies and Mares, and I think that's why Patty <laughs> Gallagher kept trying to get her in these type of races and finally found one where she could win. Residual value, that's what you get with the Phillies yep. and Maris, because if you get yep. them in full to a marketable stallion, you sell them in full, or either the baby, uh, it's, it's, it's huge. Kurt, I know you're happy with the betting menu. 
Uh, we've yeah. raised the minimums, uh, you know, on, on the, the trifecta, the rolling pick threes, and we've still got this $3 all-turf pick three, a really good bet. And, of course, the big news, the pick six for this winter, back to the conventional 70-30 split. It's not $2, it's a buck, but I know you're really happy with it. Yeah, very much so, Mike. I know I had nausea and beat the drum for the pick six, but I must have been on the right path because both Delmar and Sandy have now switched over. It's good news for the players. And, Mike, I really like to switch the dollar pick three and tries. Los Al did that in the afternoon. And you see the difference in the payouts, especially, you know, when we get some of these smaller fields, making it a dollar minimum, you can't buy spots. You can't have it so many times. Right. I think it really helps. Not only the, not only the big player, Mike, the small player, it helps everybody. It just pays better, and you got to handicap a little more instead of just firing and throwing out numbers. So I'm a big fan of raising the minimums. The pick five at 50 cents is perfect, but uh, pick six at a buck and these dollars bumped up on the pick threes, I think it's going to help handle. I mean, I don't have any numbers in front of me, Mike, but mm-hmm. it's just from gambling and the way people play, I think it's really going to help the handle. And, and, Kurt, the counter to it is you do hear from people, I'm not able to to use as many horses. Well, that's the idea. you you got to make those idea. tough decisions yeah. and, yeah. you know, and, and try and single, and, and the payouts, they're going to be better. Yeah, Mike, I don't want to play the lottery. I want to gamble. That, that, that's, I've always mm-hmm. brought that point up. I don't want random results in these lottery-type payouts where I want to get the piece. You know, it, I think people who play every day appreciate the things being bumped up. And, again, the pick fours and pick fives are still 50 cents. So I think I, I really do think, Mike, say I need to hit the happy medium. I mean that. I, I think they do I agree. the guys who make those decisions, Mike. Yep. I really do because someone's always going to complain. I'm going to complain. A big better's going to complain. A little guy's going to complain. Somebody's always going to complain. I think they've kind of middled things in a good way. And, Kurt, I'm going to give Nate Newby the credit on that. He, he, he is the guy Agreed. that's in tune, in touch with the player. He, he hears every, Yes, he plays. Yeah. He hears everything yeah. we hear. That doesn't mean you're yeah. always going to be right. And sometimes, like I have people say, hey, why don't they rein in the computer-assisted wagering? Well, I'm telling you, Kurt, it's not easy. And, again, it gets no. back to handle. It gets back to the money wagered. Our handle right now is off. I mean, we had to cut purses modestly 5%, and we want to avoid another purse cut. You know, it's just there's a lot to consider here. It's just not easy. No, it's not, Mike. I mean, you know, we all have our ideas. We'll be perfect. We want this and that. But, again, the bottom line is the business. And the company that owns the track, they're in, they're in business to make money and, and to churn a profit. And sometimes you don't agree with it, you know, but that's that's business. So I really believe Mike Sandy's kind of hit that middle ground right now with the wagering menu, at least for me. So I, I just look at it, and I play every day. So I, I hope that it's good for everybody. Kurt, one of your all-time favorite jocks, Ray Sabil, texted me. He said, uh, I want to know what Kurt thinks about the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl. Before I get your thoughts on those two <laughs> games tomorrow, what about the job Sean McVay has done with the Rams? If they win today and next week against the Niners, they're going to the playoffs. I, I just think a lot of people, myself included, I had them relegated to uh, you know second division, under 500, maybe try and take advantage, get some better draft picks. What he's done with this team to me is beyond phenomenal. Superb coaching job, Mike. He's going to cost me money because at the start of the year I made two plays in the NFL. One was under for the Rams, under six and a half wins. They blew by that. So I thought they might beat one team in that division, would have finished ahead of Arizona, and maybe win four or five games. Outstanding coaching job. 
And uh, you, you can see, too, Mike, he's a guy that players play for. I know that's a cliche, but it's obvious. It's true. It's obvious. Yeah. You can see that guys play for him, whether they're old veterans who are hanging on or they're young kids trying to keep their job. People play for him, and I think you really see that in coaches. Kirk, coaching is huge. We've often said it at every level, T-ball, Little League, all the way through. Look at the NFL. In addition to the Rams, two teams that made late changes. You know, the Chargers, uh, they're one of them. And uh, th- there was another note. I'm, I'm talking and I'm losing my train of thought. The Raiders. The Chargers yeah. and the Raiders. Look at the transformation of those two teams with head coaching changes uh, well past midstream. And I told you yesterday, Mike, I was watching a Peach Bowl before I came to work yesterday and watching Lane Kiffin coach Ole Miss Mississippi. I mean, he just turned that place around. They won 11 games. You could see the players love playing for him. He's a motivator. Plus, he's a creative coach. And you just... You know, you see the difference. It's like you see really good trainers, really good horses. There is a difference. That's why some people win more, whether they're coaches or trainers. The Rams are now minus six and a half uh, at the Giants. What do you make of that? Pass. No, no interest, Mike. I, I think they'll probably win, but the Giants haven't quit. They play hard. That, that could be a real grind of a game. Michigan minus one and a half against the Crimson Tide uh, here in Pasadena tomorrow. Absolute coin flip, Mike. I think that's why the spread's one and a half. Uh, you know, two grade one coaches with two very talented teams. To me, that's got a, a, a 27-24, 31-30. I mm-hmm. don't see a lot of separation between those two teams. Sugar Bowl, Longhorns, minus four and a half against the Washington Huskies. Been a big fan of Washington all year, Mike, watching their quarterback. Uh, he is exceptionally talented, Michael Penix, and the coach, Kalen DeBoer. They've been together for quite some time. They're a very potent combo. He's got a great arm. The only concern I would have is if Texas line can be physical and can put pressure on him. If they can't put a lot of pressure on him, I think Washington can win because he's got receivers. He's very, very talented. He's a leader. That being said, Texas is big and physical and battle-tested. Another game, Mike, where it's a very tough call. Probably take the points with Washington because I do think they could win the game. Last thing, you got a best bet on the nine-race card today? Yeah, Mike, I'm going to go to uh, the eighth race. I'm going to take a little shot in the eighth race. A very, very tough allowance race. A small field. But I'm going to take the third choice on the morning line, number one, Arham. This horse, to, make, to me, makes a big drop in class. That was a non-winner's three other than he was in last time out. He dropped in the non-winner's twice other than. He's in for the optional 80. That's why he can run in this condition. Juan Hernandez takes over. You watch his last race. He was pulling early. He was never really comfortable kind of climbing and just never into the race. I think what happened, Mike, he was sensational at Los Al when he won the Los Al Special. A giant win, a giant number. They sent him to Albuquerque. As you know, that's a tough kind of place to ship into for a stake. He just bombed. He chased the pace. He was never in the race, and he packed it in. As the favorite. As the favorite, Mike. I think maybe he was flat coming back from that race. Now Seren's given him some time, put about a month in between races, a real steady work time, switches to Juan Hernandez, and I think he's had a good stocking trip. I mean, it's a very tough race. Arrow the Great and Ghost of the Night, both are talented. But I think Arm at three to one gets a really nice trip. He's run well at Sanita. So let's go to Arm, uh, number one in today's eighth race. Post time three twenty nine. Kurt, we'll see you in the press box. Happy New Year. I'll see you in just a little while, Mike. Thanks for having me. Late on the break, we'll take it. Stepping aside uh, for a few minutes, going to come back strong with Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com and uh, Andy Harrington pinch inning for Bob Mazursky today. On the back end, the one and only Toby Callett. Take two with Jonathan Hardoon. My thanks to Leilani Mabri. All things and what they used to be Oil wasted on the oceans And upon our seas Fish full of mercury
Raiders football lives here on AMA 30 KLAA. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call farm manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Attention Inland Empire Racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. 
Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, halualohagardenandkitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated, luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide-open bar or lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate, Fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. And welcome back. Hour 2, Thurman, Los Angeles. Hey, let's get up to Las Vegas. We'll do it right now. Say hello to Bruce Finkelstein on behalf of BetOnBruce.com. Hey, Bruce, how you doing? Good morning, Mike. How's it going, man? Good. Happy New Year to you, Faith, and the entire family. Uh, Wow. Just a great time to be alive. We got issues, but if we got issues, that means, uh, you know, we're in action. Uh, Eight races today at Golden Gate. They had a lot of rain the other day, but they do have the synthetic tapita. They handle it. What do you make of the situation up there? You know, one thing I've noticed, Mike, when there's a little bit of a downpour, not that we're going to get that kind of track today up north, the speed holds better. Right uh, when when it rains, I don't know if you notice it. You don't see a lot of running positions changing in a, especially in the stretch. You know, you really don't see a lot of it. So something to to take a, a note of uh, at this meeting when we get some inclement weather up there, uh, Mike. I'm going to look at the fifth race today, and I think it's a case of class relief for the six Wild Billy D. He won for a twelve. Now this is an eight thousand now winners two of uh, at this level. He won, I thought, in a sharp race in late September for 12,000 non-winners to lifetime. Now, when you look at that, you would say, uh, this is a drop in class. No, this is actually the right place to go. The non-winners to lifetime level is a little inflated. So if you're running for 12.5, you're probably worth 
6,200, 8,000. The reason I bring that up, after that neat win for 12,000, uh, 9,1,2 lifetime, he ran in a couple of tough spots. The a starter allowance race going long on the grass. Last time he ran in a 20,000 restricted race. He didn't embarrass himself in a very fast race, but this is really where he belonged after the 12-5 win. In for 8,000 today. He can lay up close and finish. I think he is perfectly spotted class-wise today. So in race five, the six, Wild Billy D at 4-1 to one on the morning line. Post time at uh, 2.56 Pacific. I, I want to also mention this. Uh, you know, I spoke to Steve Speck, great friend of mine and a hell of a trainer up north for almost four decades. Uh, I was looking forward to betting on Warden Jerry on opening day up yeah. there, day after Christmas. They were running him back uh, for a 10 or 12-5 tag, and, you know, he came off a nice win, and uh, they scratched him, and he confirmed they were concerned that the horse was going to be claimed. Uh, they would not be able to run him as a newly turned 10-year-old as of tomorrow, uh, but they were hoping to go out with a win, but he said they were they were really concerned that somebody might be claiming him and take him someplace else out of California, and big-time credit to Mr. and Mrs. Larry D. Williams. They said, nope, we're bringing him home. He's ours. We don't want to sell him after uh, after everything he's done for us, so... Just and a little bit of backstory of his, there. And he's on top of his game. It's a shame that that... Steve told me after game. his last two races, he says, you can't believe how this horse... And he's been around horses his whole life. He doesn't have to tell me this. How he swelled up, he said, this horse, believe me, he couldn't lose. If we'd have run, he couldn't have lost. I believe so it. it. And, th- you know, Mike, if you watch the races going long uh, in Northern California, it's not as hard on horses there. They kind of float over that track. Right. Uh, the fractions are slower, right? It's 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 a different type of racing. You know, I think it's easier, on, especially like on an older horse like that. I think it's easier on a well, horse to run. You can run longer than uh, your 10-year-old sees. I think, Mike, uh, correct me, once upon a time in, in California, I think the number was 12 years old, wasn't it, after 12? Well, I know. I, I made money on several 10-year-olds. Pataha Prince was one of them for Bobby Frankel. Uh, it's just these arbitrary rules, you know, I... Obviously, I don't like them. Here's something else. Two-year-olds can't run on Lasix in California, but tomorrow we've got 30 of them, 38 of the newly turned three-year-olds running on Lasix. So, yeah. and, and, <laughs> and you can't run. I, don't I can know. never understand this. You could run on Lasix in a classified allowance, but not yeah. in a grade three stakes. What is the difference? I, I don't understand. It, the the rules should it. be one way, and that's it. Yeah, uh, there's some goofy rules. I think it's an overreact to what's happened. It you is. know, with right with the, with the breakdown issues. Hopefully, and really a lot of bad publicity. Yeah, obviously, I I think there really has been an overreach. I I agree with yep. you guys. And uh, getting back to Warden Jerry, uh, that one makes no sense. That 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 yep. should have allowed. They should have allowed him to run at least. You know, and and watched him race to race. Yeah, the connections know the horse very well. If he wasn't doing well, obviously they would retire him. So. Uh, That's a bad look. And they have. Now, anyway, Bruce, our time is really short. I'm hopeful the pendulum is swinging back to the middle. We've made great strides. Who's your best bet today at Santa Anita? Ninth race. We're talking about Northern California, Mike, and there's a horse shipping in. I think it's very live today in the ninth race. The 10, Baby Whalen, nondescript debut sprinting for a meeting 12-5 tag. They changed everything. The rider, the whore, the uh, trainer, the surface, the distance. Try to mile on the grass. Kind of an ambitious spot. 
she ran or he ran uh, super. He he got into a duel with Tamarando Star, who's running today up north. Put that horse away and the and the favorite, and he got into a battle. Keep moving on. If you watch the tape, these two separated. This horse had a duel with two different horses and came up a head short in a very game performance. He tries just an average field of Calbreds today. That was an open company race. I think he should go good here today with, I think the name is Epifanio Garcia aboard. So in race nine, let's go with the 10, Baby Whalen listed at 4-1 to one on the morning line. BetOnBruce.com, what's there as we move into 2024? Full card analysis at Santa Anita, late races from Gulfstream Park. We've also got uh, some late races for you with the golden hour in mind. Golden Hour wager in mind from Golden Gate. Also, audio is included in the Santa Anita uh, uh, choices, so check us out at betonbruce.com. Thanks, Bruce. Cheers. Happy New Year. Appreciate it. Uh, Andy Harrington, pinch hitting today for Bob Mazursky. Andy Harrington, top private clocker. You can get all of his stuff at nationalturf.com. Hey, Andy, thank you for your time, and Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, too, and all your listeners. Yeah, this is a day off for you because no training today at Santa Anita. But I know you've been pouring over the past performances. Who's your best bet for radio today? Well, let's go to the fifth race. Um, This is a little off the page, but there's a horse on the rail called Strange Addiction uh, from the Bill McQueen Barn. I really liked this horse when I saw it in the spring and summer. It used to be at Dave Hoffman's, and they claimed it for 50 uh, at Del Mar. Um, there's a ton of speed in this race. Everybody from Gypsy Lynn, Rugelach from the Ron Ellis Barn is unrateable. Uh, Inner Beauty is one of them. There looks like there's going to be a hot and heavy pace. I get Frankie DeTore and the rail. And this horse looks like he's always been a, pardon, she has always been a late running sprinter in my book. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of these no cow horses come down south in the next, um, little bit because of the obvious situation up there. Um, you know, Bill McLean has always spotted the source as well. He comes in uh, over the summer at Del Mar uh, year in and year out. And I've been, you know, placing your horses around here when you're on another circuit is always a, a challenge and he's pretty good at it. So I'm going to, I'm going to trust he's got a, he's got a good placement for this horse and eight to one. And I think this horse might drift up a little bit more just because there's a lot of ways to go. It's a full field uh, sprinting on the grass. Mm-hmm. Strange addiction on the rail post one uh, race. Number five going to be Andy Harrington's best bet. Again, go to nationalturf.com. You can get all of Andy's stuff. Last thing, Andy, did you happen to catch on Baffert's, uh, First-time starter, the three-year-old filly, Kinza, in race eight uh, back on Friday. Uh, well, I mean, I bet it's lightly. I didn't see brilliant. that coming, to be honest with you. Yes, brilliant. brilliant. I wow. mean, she got in front of that group. She was working with Splendora, who was also in the race, and they were going back and forth. I thought I thought Kinza was a little bit better and had more speed and gave her an edge in there, but I didn't think it was that big of an edge, to be unreal. totally honest with you. Yeah, Bob Baffer, Juan Hernandez, one off by seven and a half lengths, and, uh, boy, that... that uh, that just couldn't, again, it couldn't have been any fastest, more impressive. I believe it's the fastest two-year-old buyer of the year. That's what um, Brad Free said. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I, Unreal. Yeah, I remember that correctly. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, gosh knows what that, that horse's ceiling is. 109 and three, first time out. Thanks so much, Andy. Happy New Year. Appreciate it. You too. Bye-bye. Late on the break, heading to South Florida, and then Jonathan Hardoon, take two from, uh, from the Big Apple when we get back. Final segment of the year. This is Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Animals and birds who live nearby are shadows. Oh, mercy, mercy, me.
Radio. AM 830. Fans, world-class racing is underway at spectacular Santa Anita, so come join the fun as we move into the new year. First post time Saturday, Sunday, and Monday is at 12 noon, with admission gates opening at 10 a.m. Ring in the new year with us on Monday, and you can enjoy great racing along with $1 beers and sodas, as well as $2 hot dog. Horse players, check out our new wagering menu that includes the traditional pick six with a $1 minimum. If no one selects six winners, there is a carryover to the next racing day. Additionally, our popular all-turf pick three is back with a $3 minimum showcasing the final three turf races each day. And check out our new $1 minimum trifectas and rolling pick threes with bigger payouts the order of the day. Bring the kids. Our infield winter family fun zone is back this weekend. And don't forget to join the party on Fridays with free parking and admission, along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. First post time is at 12 noon. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Dear racing fans, your friends at Los Alamitos Racecourse thank you, the wonderful Thoroughbred LA listeners, for your continued support and wish you the happiest of holiday seasons. We can't wait to ring in the new year with the best of quarter horse racing. Los Alamitos' opening weekend is here with great racing action every Saturday and Sunday night. Plus, our popular $10,000 Pick 6 promo returns this winter. We'll add 10000 to the Pick 6 pool on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. And our first grade one stakes race of the year is just around the corner. The Charger Bar Handicap on Sunday, January 7th. The top mares in the nation will be in action, led by first shining star as she looks to defend her Charger Bar crown. Plus multiple stakes winners, Sir Lady Moon and Patty Saint, and many other top mares. And as always, enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos. For Vessels Club reservations, call 714-820-2681. Ring in the new year with great racing always at Los Alamitos. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. 
friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. This segment is brought to you by The Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at The Bit. Welcome back. Final segment, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Folks, nine races today, first post 12 noon. Same thing tomorrow, and it's Dollar Day on New Year's Day. Should be a lot of fun. Hope you can join us. Let's get down to South Florida and say hello to Toby Callett on behalf of tobycallett.com. Hi, Toby. Good morning, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Mike. Hope things go well for you going forward. I know you're short on time, so I'm going to give it to you straight. Eighth race today at Gulfstream. They did have 15 in here. Eight scratches. We are fast and firm. Don't know why, but here we go. Uh, like the 10, Twilight Dreamy, along with the 8, Stone Silence, the 1, Leading Malargo, and the 13, Glitter Up. Add some value to the gimmick. 10, 8, 1, 13. Go team, because it's bolts even. <laughs> That's number 10, Twilight Gleaming in Race 8, post time 332. Tell us about the website. Get all Gulfstream all the time, every once in a while when they rain off or whatever, and I like something really well out west. Uh, we'll talk about something in your neck of the woods. But, uh, all golf stream all the time. Talk to you next week. Happy New Year, Toby. Thanks, Mike. You too. All right, take two with Jonathan Hardoon of the Rags and Sheets. Hey, John, good morning. Nice to have you back. Thanks, Mike. By the way, that making horses retire or not run in certain dirt jurisdictions at the age of 10 is ridiculous. Horses that make it to 10 and are still racing, people that know anything about horses, if those horses are made until 10 and they're still running, they're as sound as a dollar. Believe me, it's a ridiculous rule, and it should be changed. Well, listen, she's not retiring, but Leilani Mabri is running her last lap with us here this morning <laughs> on Thoroughbred LA. I thought she'd never leave. Anyway, jump me on too. here, Leilani. I, I know you love this guy, John Hardoon. You guys, hey, John, you were with her before I was as a regular contributor on Roger's show. I think I was back yes. on the old AM710 across town. But, John, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I think, uh, I, I think you agree. She's unbelievable. She does great work. I mean, believe me, I do a million radio shows, and no one does a better job than her. No bigger compliment, Leilani. Yeah, I'm going to cry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, turn your mic off. John, let's make some money at Santa Anita. All right, Mike. Let's look at the eighth race, and not often I'll be interested in the five-horse field. However, when I find the five-horse field and I like the longest shot in the race, oh. so all of a sudden I'm interested. Oh. And the number three. What? I said, whoa, I love it. Go ahead. 
The number three horse in here, Oviat Class, a four-year-old cult from Vladimir Sarinbarn. Sarin's done an unbelievable job with this horse. He spaces his races well, and he runs well fresh, and that's the situation. He's improved with each start this year. He's listed at 6-1 to one on the morning line. Umberto Rispoli aboard to ride. Number three, Oviat Class, finishes the year off on a winning note. Saturday is eighth race. And post time for race eight, 329. One more time, give us uh, what you got on the menu leading into 2024 at com. Today we have Gulf Stream Aqueduct, Oakland, and Santa Anita Selection. Hey, John, hoping for better times, hoping we, you know, we can. We can make some tweaks to some of these regs and, and make things more player, more horse player friendly, more horseman and owner friendly. It just makes too much sense not to, and uh, I'm optimistic, John. And I am too, Mike, and you do a great job, and thank you for what you do throughout the year. John, Happy New Year to you, Joey, and Team Hardoon. We'll talk to you next Sunday. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. Okay, and once again, my sincere thanks, Jake Rich inside. He worked a late shift at Disneyland last night. He's going to be the patron here next week, so we got to watch out. And Leilani, once again, want to wish you all the best. It really has been an incredible pleasure. Come down here on Sundays, and we get talking, laughing. It's really been a great run. Thank you, and wish you all the best. Want to see you on Aspen real quick doing those D1 games, uh, you know, on, on the hard court. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Mike. I love you, and thank you for everything. Thank you. Happy New Year to everybody. Hope you can make it out to Santa Anita today and tomorrow. For everybody involved, I'm Mike Willman. So long. Happy New Year. You have been listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Brought to you by Little Joe's Fresh Mex and the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia. Great food and ice-cold beer, seven days a week. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners, or management. Raiders football starts right now here on AMA30, KLAA, Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Welcome to regular season week 17. With Las Vegas being the visiting team, they will make the call. This side is tails. This side is heads. What's your call? Heads. Heads is the call. Heads, you won the toss. Las Vegas has won the toss and elected to the further choice to the second half. Which way you want to kick? Indianapolis will receive the ball on this.